Hi everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In the previous video, we started looking at the new 3D Selective capability in the Flame 2020 products. So when it comes to producing selective mats for your images, you can use a key or a mask, but you can also use 3D data like a Z-depth pass to create a selection based on depth. In part 6 of the Image Toolset series, you'll carry on with 3D selectives, but this time you'll use a normals pass to create the isolation selectives, and these isolations are based on the X, Y and Z coordinates of the surface's normals in 3D space. And finally, to conclude this video, we'll go over how to perform 3D relighting using a combination of the Z-depth map, normals map and the Action 3D lights. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the description below to download the zip file. Alternatively, if you're watching the video podcast, then please type the displayed link in your web browser. Starting off in the Media Hub, import the media into the library as a multi-channel clip that is using a Scene Linear Rec. 709 color space. Next, load the accompanying batch setup to get to this starting point. If you select this source clip and toggle F4, you'll see that it has a beauty pass, Z-depth pass and a normals pass. You'll use the Z-depth later for relighting, but for now you'll concentrate on the beauty and normals pass. Go back to batch and drag out an action node from the batch node bin. Use the beauty pass to set the action's resolution and color space. Next, select the action node and create two new media inputs with Control N. Connect the beauty into media 1 and the normals pass into media 2. Double click the action node for its controls and press F4 for the result view. Similar to the previous video, you'll use the normals pass as a data map rather than a surface object. So pick up the axis of the surface object and delete it through the contextual menu. Now we'll look at the structure of the composite with the manager. So switch to a 2-up view with ALT 2 and place the result view on the right and the manager on the left using the 8 keyboard shortcut or viewing pull-down menu. Now a map object can be applied to a surface with or without a selective on the surface. So go to the Action Media menu and choose the Normal Maps entry. Call up the contextual menu over the surface and apply a Normals Map. If you expand the material of the surface object, you can see the associated Normals Map. Now as a side note, similar to the Z-Depth Map, if you go to the Normals Map controls, it is set to Media Input. The current setting expects an external input. The other option is Face Analysis. This uses machine learning to generate a normals map for a human face, if you don't have one. As the name implies, the normals generation will only work for a human face, and this is covered in great detail in the machine learning series. Returning back to the current example, next Call up the contextual menu over the surface again and apply the selective with the master grade. Go to the selective controls and start applying a look to the image. 
Without applying any isolations, the selective affects the whole image. Switch to the 3D AOV controls and change the type to normals. The other three AOV types only work with the Z depth map. Click active to use the normals as the selective mat. The image is immediately affected. If you hover over the result view and press F8 for the selective mat object viewer, you can see how the normals map has been converted into an isolation mat, which limits the results of any selective effect shaders, like the master grade for instance. As a reminder, whites are the areas that are most affected, and black are the areas least affected by any selective effect shader. Now in the normals controls, you have a few controls for direction, incidence, gain and threshold. The widget to the right of the sliders gives you more an intuitive way of defining which values in the normals will be used for image segmentation. You have top, bottom, left and right. So if you drag the widget upwards, the top facing normals will be more affected than the bottom facing normals. You can play with the widget and choose directions from which to derive an isolation mat. Now the threshold allows you to constrain how much of the normals are considered for the selective. This will also update on the widget. You can choose a specific direction and then limit the mat to a very precise selection based on the normals direction. If you return to the result view with F4, you can see how this selective is now affecting the image. You can adjust the normals controls while looking at any view, and you can combine this normals map with the Kia and masking tools to further isolate the selective. As mentioned in the previous video, you can also use the selective shrink, dilate and blur controls to blend the selective within the image. So there are multiple applications of these tools, such as grading, beauty work, VFX and final look development. Now before I conclude this video, it is also important to know that the 3D data passes can also be used for 3D relighting in action. So they are not just for selectives, which are applied directly to a surface object, or on a rendered result of a composite. Instead, you can use this data within the 3D environment, and this will give you even finer control to concentrate lighting or even VFX effects tools using the lightbox shaders. To illustrate this, go back to batch and look at the second flow graph. In the interest of time, you are using the same media, and I have already set up an exposure node to remap the Z depth. These have all been fed into an action node, and if you go into its controls with the 2-up view, I have already deleted the Z depth and normal map surface objects from the composite, but they are all loaded in the action media list. You can build this manually if you want, and I talk more about setting up the Z depth in the previous video. Now go ahead and assign the Z depth map and normals map to the surface object. Ensure you select each entry in the media list and apply the appropriate map to the surface object. You can expand the surface material in the manager to confirm the association. Once this is done, the last step in setting this up is to go to the Z depth controls 
and enable displace vertices. If you don't do this, the lighting will not behave correctly with the Z-depth map in 3D space. Next, switch to the Action node bin and drag a light into the 3D composite. This totally relights the scene and you may find that you have to move the light with greater values to have an effect. The position values of the light are now more aligned to the 3D app as opposed to flame. This is great for moody lighting, but if you want to add more light into an existing scene, instead of relighting from scratch, change the light type to ambient and set the shade to zero. So this restores the media to its original lighting. Adding a second light into the composite will allow you to add more light where you like. For example, set the light intensity to 1000 and change the colour using the colour pot. Next, set the spread to 20 degrees. So the light is illuminating the floor and under the car as if the light was actually there. Now if you rotate the light downward and then move the light up, you can see that the Z-depth and normals information is being applied to the light, allowing you to project the light into the scene accurately. You can also switch to the light profile and adjust the falloff. So you have a lot of control being able to focus the lighting and project it anywhere using 3D space. This type of result is not achievable with a 3D selective on a surface object. However, you can use the selectives and the 3D relighting at the same time, but I'll leave you to experiment on your own. Lastly, just because you can, you are not limited to a single light. Select the light and duplicate it with Control D. Go to the light controls and push the light to the other side of the car. Change the colour back to white using the colour pot. So the lighting will blend using 3D lighting, but as a final tip, you can also project effects through the lights using lightbox shaders. Call up the contextual menu over the light and add a lightbox. Now you can project a whole range of shaders through a light, but a new lightbox I want to show you is called Linear Grade. This shader gives you the linear grading capabilities matching the master grade, but projected through a 3D light. This is something to bear in mind if you're relighting scene linear material within a 3D composite. So here is our completely relit example, and this finishes the look of the shot. Now in all the cases you have seen with 3D selectives, you have used CGI material with data passes that have already been provided. But with live action footage, these data passes normally don't exist. So as an extension to the 3D selective toolset, Machine learning has been incorporated into Flame to help generate some of this 3D data, which you can use in your grading VFX and look development work. So please check out the machine learning series on the Flame Learning channel to learn more about this amazing technology. Don't forget to check out the other features, workflows and enhancements to Flame 2020. 
Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos and thanks for watching.